man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Pocket full of trim sitting down by the street The leaves and two, the corpus pale Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a break up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away if you're going, leave the sinking ship Alright, welcome to the Outdoor Zone on the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ring. But we call it home with you, regulators, every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, live here in the bunkhouse or 24-7-365 on the OutdoorZone.com, our brand-new website, TheOutdoorZone.com. And uh, it's podcast on there on all your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney. Uh, I'll be driving the ship tonight. And in the bunkhouse with me is the beef. Oh, yeah. Don Beefsteak Disco is in the house. Cody Ryan is uh, in Michigan. Spent the last two and a half days driving to Michigan to fish his third. I think it's the third leg of the National Professional Fishing League. And uh, maybe he'll chime in. Maybe not. Today's first day of practice. And we gave him the day off so he could go and focus on figuring out Michigan water. You know, I got a call from him yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. In the middle of, uh, we were eating breakfast at a taco place on the way out to the lake with the, you know, disco family reunion crew. And, uh, and he calls me, goes, Hey, I got a beef, beef steak question. I'm like, mm, what, 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 what now, Cody? You know, I was waiting for something like a big bomb to drop. He said, hey, uh, I'm going to be crossing through Illinois, and I need to know, is my license to carry reciprocal, or what are the gun rules (laughs) as I'm driving through? (laughs) And so I'm like, well, Illinois is one of those few that doesn't recognize any state at all for any kind of carry privileges, and basically... There is a uh, there's a pass through kind of a law, but you still have to have it. Uh, the ammo and the gun separate. So well, I'm sure he stopped and separated it, put one in the glove <laughs> box and one in the while he was going through there. Oh yeah, I, and he goes, <clears throat> do, if I get pulled over, do I need to tell him that I'm carrying? You know, like you do here, right? You give them your license to carry, and you make sure they're aware of it, and make sure if it's on you and all that. And they uh, 
Uh, we had quite a laugh about that, you know, like, mm, I Aww. don't know I'd say anything, um, really. <laughs> uh, it's in your glove box? Just leave it in your glove box, man. <laughs> or your counsel. Well, Tyler's the ranch hand that got here early this morning, got the gate open, got the old pot belly stove fired up, poured some water over the coffee grinds, and uh, rejuvenated that batch of coffee grinds from last week. <clears throat> And, uh, <clears throat> I'm at the, I'm also at the back part of the ranch in the <laughs> lodge area for the 37th annual, I don't know, I, you know, I was thinking today, I should know how many of these I've done, but I'm at the ranch doing a kids outdoor zone, KOZ boys hunt camp. We'll have 12 boys roll in today, had seven of them here all week long working, getting the place spiffy and up to up to snuff and uh we're finishing up the work got my camp cook tommy thompson here making sure everybody's getting fed well i tell and, cousin uh, tommy hi for me i mean <coughs> oh, we, we missed him see you. we he missed him at the uh, family reunion this week you just tell him well, we we saved a spot here so <laughs> but you can see the bloodline yeah in the family line. oh yeah but anyway uh been out here at the ranch, uh, got a little bit of a, a sniffly something. I don't know if it's the ranch dust or summer, summer cold coming on or something. I don't know, but uh, it's a uh, people it's are saying allergies. It's, allergies are a big deal right now. It, yeah, that's probably what it is. It, it, it's supposed to be cooler this week, like by ten. Oh, degrees. you mean a cold front's coming in? We're going to be at ninety nine. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I'm all in on that deal. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I'm all in on that. Let me see here. The weather forecast for, and I, I think it's going to be in the 70s where Cody is in, in uh, yeah. Up in Michigan. See, I'm looking at 89, 92, 91, 90, 90, 94. Well, you know, one group of the people that were here were from Illinois, and the other group were from uh, Atlanta. <laughs> And don't, I, I, they go, wow, it's hot here. I said, well, how, but it's been really hot up there. I mean, like 90 degrees with 90% humidity. And at oh, least you can cut that with the knife. And at least we Slick. don't have, at least we don't have that. But we do uh, know that Cody did connect with us. So that's even. I, I did. I did. And it's. Hey, uh, are you calling in on your phone? I am. It's man. It's woo. It's cold up here. <laughs> um, no, it's it's not. It's it's crazy. It's uh, you know, an hour later here, so it's what eight o'clock here, and I'm on the water here in Saginaw Bay in Michigan. And, Saginaw uh, Bay. Bay, Bay, Bay City, Michigan, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. It gets daylight here at like five five. 05 or something like that and last night we were laying in bed for probably two hours before the sun like got dark it was it doesn't get dark till like 10 o'clock so we're allowed to practice from daylight to dawn out here uh, or daylight to dark i mean and uh oh my goodness yeah it's i, I was joking originally i was joking well, I may go in for lunch and then take a nap and then come back out for another six or eight hours this afternoon. <laughs> and I was joking, but 
reality is, I mean, I, I may go back in uh, this afternoon for a couple hours and then come back out because, you know, it makes for too long of a day if you're out here for like 17 hours or whatever we can be out here. So You should just but, take a sleeping bag and a pillow out there and just <laughs> find a, a willow tree hanging over the bank line and well i thought about that i thought about that too but you're you're looking at once i get out here in the bay i'm still in the river you know uh still in the river hadn't even made it out to the bay which is just a bay off of lake huron which is a great lake and uh so once i get out there i know the waves and all that it's it's big water it's like being at the ocean you know at the coast and going out to fish oil rigs off the off the coast of texas you know it's it's big and uh and so i mean it's just the bay itself is like 60 or 65 miles until you hit lake huron so it's uh it's big water i went yesterday to lake st Clair just to check the boat after you know a 24-hour drive 26 hours on the road check the boat make sure everything was working and uh drove to lake st Clair, which is about two hours <clears throat> south of here and and uh put the boat in and and fished for a little while and went out left the river system there and went out to just the bare mouth of lake st Clair. and that's not even a great lake it's a big lake but it's not a great lake and uh and the wind there was zero wind and the waves were still like just rolling, you know, like the ocean. And I mean, my trolling motor came out of water, out of the water in the waves a couple of times with no wind. So it's a whole different bear up here. And I'll probably try and simplify this thing as much as I can and, you know, just survive, uh, not only survive physically, but also just try and survive fishing wise to, you know, catch, catch enough to get by, but it's, uh, it's an experience. That's for sure. An adventure up here in Michigan on the great lakes. Well, so, the weather is like nine. Yeah. Oh, it's 90. It gets to 90. Yeah, it's going to be 90. It's, it's going to be miserable, but tomorrow cold front rolls in the highs like 74. So we should be good. <laughs> Well, that sounds more like what you should be experiencing up there. I think that's why all the all your tours go there, right? In in the yeah. heat of the summer is let's go up north right. somewhere. Yeah, and it it really makes a lot of sense. Being from Texas, it doesn't make a lot of sense with fuel prices and all that. But once you get that out of your head and quit whining about it, like I tend to do, then uh, getting up here, man, holy cow, it's yeah, it's a beautiful place to be, and and sure is nice break from the 110. So it's still hot, you know. 90 <clears throat> degrees is still warm, but it's not 110 degrees. So well, we're got a break coming in this week out here at KOZ <laughs> Camp. It's going to just be in the 90s. So I don't know what went, what went, what you took Damn. with you, but thank you for doing that. But it's going to be nice when and, I leave, you know. It's going to be good. It's a good time to be uh, in Michigan. Our buddy Dave over there in Wisconsin and got buddies listening in from uh, North Carolina and uh, uh, West, 
West uh, Virginia. Uh, Virginia, yes, sir. Thank you. And all our friends out there listening to the show, we want to tell you we appreciate you. Mike McBride's Guns is a sponsor of our first hour, and uh, they are family-owned and operated gun shop right here in Central Texas. They are the ones that we trust our uh, our rights, our gun rights to. With everything going on right now, we need to stay close to those who are helping us and and who are serving us during this. Uh, tumultuous times here and uh they are family owned and operated they have every kind of firearm you could could possibly think of and if there's a question about what you can't have and what you can't have go talk to our buddies over at mcbride's guns they're the place we go same place for years 30th and lamar 472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com because mcbride's guns they're our hometown gun shop and another uh, sponsor for this segment is... Yeah, another one that we trust fully with what we own. That is Sun Automotive. You know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair maintenance company since 1978 each and every person at sun automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs yeah you want to visit you ready to visit they are located at 405 west slaughter lane 1300 medical parkway cedar park and 1403 rivery boulevard in georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them all week on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials. SunAutoService.com. All right, coming up next, we've got some fish talk. We'll try and keep Cody with us. He's in Bay City, Michigan at Saginaw Bay. Try and find out what in the world you would possibly do on Saginaw Bay in the giant waves and the cool wind. And uh, and a little bit of talk. We got some uh, prehistoric fish released in East Texas. A thousand prehistoric fish released there, and uh, and there's some guys eyeballing them for the frying pan. We'll tell you more about that. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas, I'm going out to catch a five. All right, welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney. Hey, with more Jeeps winning awards like the 2020 Kelly Blue Book Best Resale Value, Start making summer memories in a new Jeep today during the Make This Summer event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Build it, buy it, and we'll deliver it right to your driveway. Like the new the new Jeep Grand Cherokee will make an unforgettable statement with more style and functional design. Experience the craftsmanship of available features 
from Apple CarPlay to the dual pane power sunroof. We're the number one volume sales leader in Central Texas, and nobody has more Jeeps than us with a larger inventory, more options than anyone else in town. At the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, see all savings online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. So we got Cody over in Saginaw, Michigan at the uh, Sag at Bay City, Michigan at Saginaw Bay. And uh, is he still with us? Can you hear us? Cody? Oh, yeah. I can, yeah. I can hear him. Yeah. He's chugging oh. milk or something or eating honey buns. No, I wanted not, to, I to I get a, a few minutes a few minutes from you on on what it looks like there as far as uh what do you think you're going to do you 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 know we had remember we had a buddy uh Rick McGee called Cody a while back and said hey I'm going uh, I'm fishing a tournament he was fishing a fishers of men tournament and he said uh I've never fished this lake before and what do you do how do you do that? And so I think that's a that's a good question. Is you know you're going into this with um, without having ever fished this lake physically before, but you know you've been working on information and looking at the lake. What do you what do you do today? How do you yeah. approach it? Yeah. So you know we're not allowed to get information, but we can obviously research anything that's public, and so. That's what I try and do first and foremost, uh, obviously, is just get as much information as I can. And with the Internet, obviously, times have changed, and it's doable to be able to do that uh, to some degree. Being that there hadn't been any major, major events out here, or very few, there's been some college events and, and things like that. So you just try and collect as much intel, read as many stories as you can to try and pick up any little pieces that you can. And look at any tournament results you try and look to see if there's any local bass clubs or anything like that just search anything and everything to try and get as much information as you can about the fishery itself and then what i do uh kind of digest as much of that as i can and then the next step is to kind of refine it so if you do find a lot of information on that body of water refine it to the time of year that you're going to be there because these fisheries change throughout the year, obviously, just, you know, just any fishery fish move and change. And so then you try and refine it and say, okay, well, I'm going to be here in June, end of June, July, you know, middle of the summer. What does fishing look like then? And try and refine the results down to that and try and, you know, gather as much information as you can. Um, if there's not that kind of information, my deal is, uh, to just fish, go out into the fishery and fish, fish visually, meaning fish what you're comfortable doing. If you're comfortable using your electronics and looking at structure off the bank, then look for structure off the bank. If you're comfortable just running around and fishing visual structure, you know, kind of how we all grew up fishing back in the day, um, then fish visual structure. Look for if, is there any current, whether it's from wind or from the water or anything like that coming around different points or corners or parts of the lake? Another big deal is to kind of kind of make a lap of at least a portion of the water and kind of see what's out there. So 
if you get out there and uh, you kind of drive around, you go, okay, well, there seems to be some rocks along the bank over here. There's some trees over here. You know, you get to the other side of the lake, there's a little bit of grass over there. Then you start sampling. And, and when you start practicing, you start sampling. You fish a little bit of rock. You fish a little bit of trees. You fish a little bit of grass. And if you get bit in any of those places, then you try and move to maybe where you saw or you drove past some other rocks in a different part of the lake. So drive over there and see if they bite on those rocks. And if you can kind of develop a pattern, then it gives you something to focus on. Doesn't mean it's the only place fish are going to be. Doesn't mean that that's, that's the only way you're able to catch them on that body of water. But it gives you a direction and something to focus on. I think that's the key because you can easily, I, I can easily get spun out. And I'm mainly giving myself a pep talk right, right now. <laughs> but I can easily get spun out looking at this giant, vast body of water. And there's so many places that I can go look at or try or all of those elements that you kind of have to just break down what you have around you to start getting a feel. And once you start, you, you cannot get any my personal opinion, you cannot get any feedback without getting bites. So a lot of people say, I don't catch fish during practice. Well, that may work if you're on a home body of water and you're comfortable. For me, out here, I'm going to catch some fish today. I mean, it, I'm going to catch whatever bites today. Uh, just to give me some confidence in maybe some areas or confidence in some certain baits. Uh, if I can get a bite, I'm going to I'm going to set the hook today. And then, you know, like I said, you can start refining it from here on out. I have three days of practice, long days, and so I can start refining it. And if I really start feeling confident in, uh, you know, every hump or rock pile that I find in 12 foot of water, there's fish on it. Okay, well, I start finding more rock piles as the week goes on in 12 foot of water, 12 to 15 foot of water or whatever. I don't necessarily have to set the hook as as much once I start gaining that confidence. So that's kind of how I take it and how I break things down. Uh, today's going to be a lot of, I'm going to be fishing for largemouth, I'm going to be fishing for smallmouth, I'm going to be driving around, uh, just looking, trying to get a feel for, you know, a, a comfort level of some sort to try and, try and piece this puzzle together and that's all it is it's just a big puzzle and and uh you know guys are going to catch them a hundred different ways this week and that's a big part of it too is the way your buddy's catching them may not be a way that you're comfortable catching them and so you have to find a way that you can catch them be comfortable be confident in doing that and knowing that you know if you get around some fish you're going to get bit doing something so that's what I'm looking for, and uh, today's a catching day. I, and it doesn't mean I'm going to catch a lot of fish, being that I've never been here. But if it bites, I'm going to catch it to start getting some confidence and start seeing, you know, what size fish may be and, and what they may be relating to and what they may be biting on. So it sounds real difficult, or it sounds real easy, but I can make it real difficult <laughs> You know, just like anything, we can make things as difficult or as simple as possible. And I just have to remind myself when I'm practicing to try and just simplify, simplify, simplify. 
Because I can have 25 rods out by the end of the day, no problem, with all different baits on. <laughs> no problem. And uh, But that's not that's not doing me any good. So if I get a bite on, you know, if I get a bite on each one of those 25 rods, well, then I'm not really paring anything down and getting any confidence in one single thing. So that's the goal today. Just kind of keep it simple and get some bites and try and get some confidence in some colors or baits or, or areas uh, as far as structure, you know, deep, shallow, something. So well, it sounds <clears throat> sounds to me like <clears throat> a very thought out logical approach to a huge um, a huge task. I I know that in the past when I've uh, pulled up on a lake and and even a lake that I've known, <clears throat> I'll, I'll have maybe one or two places, but I've never been clearly focused on anything but if i do find a little pattern i just kind of lean towards it and uh like for years i just threw topwater lures on lake travis in, in central texas because that's just what i knew and right. um so it's easy to get caught up in uh in one type of uh fishing and uh and i've seen you throw things that you'll pull out a buzz bait and start throwing a buzz bait. And I'm like, are you nuts? And, uh, <laughs> but it's because you've had success in an area like that before something speaking to you. And, uh, so that's, that's really, really good information for, for our friends in the bunkhouse. When you go out and you hit a new lake, you, you start thinking through, how do I approach this? Hey, uh, I want to mention Altrua HealthShare. Do yeah. you have uh, something to say about it, or you want me to tell them? Well, I want you to tell them, but I do want to. I do want to mention that uh, my family is supported uh, through Altrua HealthShare, and I believe in it full heartedly. And uh, and they'll be riding along with us this week as uh, as we're out here in Michigan. Altrua HealthShare is, and I know Cody's family's been operating with Altrua HealthShare, and uh, and he understands this. Finding affordable, top quality healthcare options can be tricky for sportsmen, sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed like us. Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. A dedicated member service representative team helps members navigate everything from finding health care providers to guiding members through submitting medical needs for sharing. Members can see almost any provider or facility. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare where we care for one another. All right, coming up next is going to be news of the weird and so much more. Hey, we'll, we'll circle back on that uh, ancient prehistoric fish that was released. And uh, Thanks, fellas. I appreciate you. Hey, break a line. Oh, no, wait a minute. Is that? Bad. No. Bye. Bye. Hey, see you, bud. All right, Cody Ryan checking out, and we'll be back right after this. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. 
Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, Regulators. This is the Outdoor Zone. This is your deer shooting, flounder, gigging, dove, blasting, hog, dog, and bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast to you live from the bunkhouse every week or 24 7, 365 on our brand new website, theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, our buddies over at Shore Raw Barn Grill today is brunch day. Yep, they got that great patio, pet friendly patio. They have, hey, I just said pet friendly. You're going to make it not friendly. We got the camp dog over here. Got, got a voice going on over there. Hey, and uh, they don't miss. They they fly in their uh, fish and beef fresh every day, and they mm. hand pick it. So you want to make sure you don't miss out. Uh, this is one of the finest. This is one of the finest restaurants in Austin. Rick Wahlberg, Jim Snyder got it going on over at Shore Raw Barn Grill, located Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for details. Shoreatx.com for details. Uh, now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, um, the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department released a thousand prehistoric fish into the East Texas Lake uh into an east texas lake after an effort was undertaken to learn what is being done to save the threatened fish today is a great day said laura ashley overdyke the executive director of caddo lake institute we're releasing 1000 prehistoric paddlefish back into caddo lake where they belong Overdyke said paddlefish used to flourish in Cattle Lake until the 1950s when a dam was built upstream, damaging the water flow needed for the fish to survive. Now that the habitat has been restored, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, Texas Parks and Wildlife Department, Cattle Lake Institute have worked together to restore the population of the paddlefish to a healthy level. This fish is the oldest surviving species on our continent, Overdyke says. It's 350 million years old, which makes it 50 million years older than dinosaurs. <laughs> there used to be six species of paddlefish on the planet, but this is the only one remaining, and it's threatened in the state of Texas. Tim Bister, the district fisheries biologist with Texas Parks and Wildlife, said that restocking of the paddlefish combined with science-based decisions to release certain amounts of water from the dam creates a more natural habitat. It's important to know that the ecosystem works together to support these. Today's restocking was part of a 10-year plan to restore the paddlefish's population in Cattle Lake, which started in 2018. They plan to release 10,000 to 14,000 fish into the lake this year alone. Hmm. That's up in Northeast Texas. I, 
I don't know if they call it Cato Lake, but it's a pretty cool area. I know that they restored that all. So you're well, it it is it is a beautiful lake, and um, and I didn't I didn't know they had a, a problem with the paddlefish. That is a weird looking fish, <laughs> prehistoric but, looking fish, right? And you know, I guess I would question whether what's prehistoric, what's not prehistoric, but uh, it 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 is a weird looking fish. But get this from Kansas City, Missouri, an Illinois man now holds the Missouri record for catching the largest paddlefish in the state. The Missouri Department of Conservation shared the picture of. Pittsfield, Illinois residents, Jim Dane holding the monster fish, which weighed in at 140 pounds. Oh my. 140.10. That is a huge fish. And that, and they're, and they're, they're putting thousands for up to 14,000 of these this year alone into Cattle Lake. That seems like a lot. Even if you're at 20 pounds a piece, but the story gets better from the guy who caught the record fish, catch the largest paddlefish in the state. Dane caught the fish on March 18th at the Lake of the Ozarks. The previous record for a paddlefish was 140 pounds, nine ounces, which was set in 2015 on table rock Lake, according to MDC. Dane said it took at least 20 minutes before they could get the fish into the boat. And then this is where it gets good. We got 16 one-gallon bags of meat out of that catch, laughed Dane. We fried it, grilled it, made paddlefish tacos the other night. We'll be having paddlefish for a while. <laughs> I just thought, that's our boy. That's what to do with the paddlefish oh, right my there. Goodness gracious, gets the state record. And fries that bad boy up. Yep, stream to no table. Ain't with that. Nope, stream to table. That's what we I want to talk about. That was so funny. Well, I'd hate to be the guy that. You imagine how you feel if you had the record at one forty point nine, one forty and nine ounces, and someone comes in with a one forty ten. On top of it, how would uh, that? I mean, just think of what he's going. Oh. One ounce, one ounce. I'm that close. I lost it. I guess well, you, you're I, supposed to feel good for them, right? When someone I was bests. just excited that I was just excited that he fried it up and wondering what it tastes like. Is it kind of <laughs> got a catfish taste, or has it got a crappie flavor? It you got to think it's probably a uh, not at at 140 pounds mm -hmm. and who knows how old, I don't know how long it takes them to get to be 140 pounds, but it had to be a little bit old. It's, it's probably not you. And I don't think that's a super cold water lake, you know, where like if you catch a striper, they're deep Yeah. and, uh, and they're considered, I, I think if I remember correctly, they're considered a cold water lake, a cold water fish. And so they taste a little bit, uh, cleaner or more. Yeah. Light or whatever. Mm. But uh, we'll have to look up paddlefish recipes. Well, why don't we just take a, why don't we just take the SS beef up there, go to Cato Lake. Lake and just uh, 
Lake Cato. Yeah, and Cato and Lake. just go see if we can pull some in. Well, you'd probably be throwing a cast net to get a bunch of them at this point. Yeah. I don't know how little those fingerlings are, but I'm sure they're just little ones. But anyway, I, an edible fish is a good fish. I, I, I mean, I get the whole don't eat everything kind of deal. Uh, but I, I'm also a fan of eating the fish. Yes. And, uh, yep. So stream, anyway. stream to table. But you know what? If you are going to take that drive up to Lake Cato and see if you can get on some paddlefish, you should use now Maxwell GMC. At Nile Maxwell GMC, they're only standalone GMZ store that specializes in heavy-duty trucks. Don't settle for the truck you don't want. Build it, buy it, and order it from us today. And say big on the MSRP at Nile Maxwell GMC. We'll sit down with you and build out the exact vehicle that best suits your needs. You can still select from an entire lineup of GMCs. From uh, any make, model, check the financing. And if you can find exactly what you want and what you're looking for, you will find it. All of the comfort from your home at NileMaxwellGMC.com. Or you can visit Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 254 in Round Rock. Or like we said, just go simply online at NileMaxwellGMC.com. We are professional grade. Hey, have you ever thought about working at a state park? What about a state park in New Jersey? Does that even sound like something that would be of interest? We'll talk about it all in Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. 24-7, 365, theoutdoorzone.com. Fall Don't Lie with Rod Babers and Mike Harge. At CDC, I want to ask you a hypothetical for a winner-take-all scenario to save your life. What sports program do you pick? Well, let's just be honest. You'd have to go with Yoda on men's swimming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great answer. Great answer. <laughs> I don't care if Mac is here, Nuke, Rocky, even Nick Saban. Nick Saban's only 1-7. My man's 1-15. Ball don't lie. Weekdays 3 to 7 on the horn. Real Texans are genius. Bud Light salutes you, Mr. Unnecessarily Big Pickup Owner. Oh, so big. Some people drive trucks, but you drive a pickup that generates its own gravitational pull. Three million. Where did you park? Oh, yeah. That spot and most of that spot. Is that even legal? Yes, you're brewed in Texas, and so is your Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Texas edition Bud Light beer cans. Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. Local mortgage bankers, the Schutze brothers with loan people. Clients really love how responsive we are. And there's three of us, so one of us is available just about any time you need us. We know when you're ready to buy a home, you have to move fast to compete. That's why we make sure one of us is available after hours and on the weekends to give our clients the edge. Get started today at SchutzeBrothers.com. S-C-H-U-T-Z-E Brothers.com. Experienced, local, trusted. Terms and conditions apply. Loan people, LLC, NMLS, 1886352. Equal housing opportunity. If you've been thinking about upgrading your sleep, now's the time to stop tossing and turning and start saving on a great night's sleep during the Factory Mattress July 4th Tax Freedom Event. That's right, Factory Mattress is paying the sales tax all weekend long. Plus, save $500 on all Tempur-Pedic Breeze mattresses or get free next day delivery setup and removal. 
My factory mattress. Hurry in for buy one, get one free on select mattresses and give your guests a great night's sleep too. You'll even get a free adjustable base upgrade with select purchases. For no taxes, buy one, get one free mattresses, huge temper savings, and free delivery. It's the July 4th Tax Freedom Event going on now at Factory Mattress, where we have sleep down to a science. Mike Hart's talking about Sam Dude at Barton Creek Lending Group. Interest rates are going up, but there are still options out there to help you pay off credit card debt and get the most of the equity in your home. Sam Dude at Barton Creek Lending Group can help. Find him at HomeLoanDude.com. Buy that dream home you've been eyeing. Partnering up with a lender like Barton Creek Lending will give you a lot more firepower when you're submitting an offer. Sellers don't want to deal with the big box bank. They want to deal with someone that's local. Sam Dude, a local mortgage lender. Find him at HomeLoanDude.com. NMLS 299-345. Baseball is back, and the schedule is set. Now's the time to make plans for your group to join us for our Rangers game this season. You and your crew will see our exciting team that features baseball's best middle infield, all in the climate-controlled comfort of Globe Life Field. Group tickets for 15 or more start at just $10 a piece. Let us help your group find the best space and the best deal. Call 972-RANGERS today or visit TexasRangers.com. This is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show in Texas, the Outdoor Zone. And uh, we're a live podcast as well. You can... Go to theoutdoorzone.com and uh, connect to all your favorite podcast platforms where you can listen to the show again or share it with your friends. Appreciate you being tuned in. Uh, hey, one thing that is for sure is um, you got to have a bank. In today's world, you got to have a bank. And, and I have a, a deal about having a relationship with the people that I do banking with. And the folks that we like that we use here around the bunkhouse are the Keystone Bank folks. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkerson and his team and operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. Banking at your fingertips, anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started with a Keystone account. Visit one of our local locations in person. There's 11,500 B Caves Road, which is the one where we go to a lot. 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin. That's that newest location. We really dig that being close. And 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. And that's where it all started. Go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all their information. Go see our buddy Jeff over at Keystone Bank. Love that guy. And, uh, and he gets it. He's a local and he gets it. Hey, uh, game warden field notes right now. Bad boys, what you want, what you want, what you want. 
These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So one of the things that I do when I'm poking around, what we do here in the bunkhouse when we're poking around is is just three different things that are going on in national parks, state parks, um, in our parks and wildlife department. A lot of times we'll come up with uh, stories that from our Texas game wardens. Obviously, it's got enough people's interest that they have a TV show about it. <laughs> um, but I was looking at the... Uh, at this one press release I got, and it said 28% decrease in staffing since 2006, coupled with a 13% increase in acquired acreage since 2008, is severely stressing New Jersey's state park system, according to a report released Monday. And I start thinking, you know, some of these places, one is that people are leaving because of the life expense and lifestyle. And, uh, and since COVID almost everybody will tell you, they, you know, they were, can't figure out why they, uh, why they can't find people to go to work. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, you know, I've got a buddy who runs a huge landscape company and said, man, I'll hire 50 or hundred people a week. If I could find them, Hmm. but he can't find them. And it's common around the country. And since 20, 2006, they were cutting people from the parks department and the staff. But people were giving them land, still giving them land. That's how a lot of parks are. are uh, parkland is, comes to be is it's given to the state. And should the state accept it, it comes with that designation that it has to be used as a park. And so New Jersey apparently had been trying to do some cutbacks and save some money and do some things with their parks early on. Well, now they hit a wall and they're scrambling and this is going to be a hard uphill battle because they're going to have to come up with some real money to and and it's really bad texas the state of texas found themselves in this situation before carter smith came in is that they got way behind in funding and so the the quality of the parks went way down and so maintenance on them got way behind and anyway it's uh it's a beautiful new jersey's a beautiful place and i'm sure their parks could be exquisite but they have found themselves behind the eight ball on that and no, no way to staff it. And right now they got 15 superintendents, 15 guys running 50 parks hmm. and it's just killing them. And so they're losing their parks or, or the quality of their parks. And I, I, you know, shout out. And we, we got it. We found out this week or uh, we've heard over the last two weeks, but it was official this week that Carter Smith, the long-term 15 year executive director for Texas parks and wildlife is stepping down and, uh, and they're going to have to find a replacement. And I can tell you, he is he, him and the crew, their team have done some 
outstanding things for the parks in Texas. And, uh, and, and it's going to, he's going to have big shoes to fill, but it's, it's a, it's a full-time, it's a full-time focused effort between you and your team to keep up parks. And I know I wouldn't say Texas parks and wildlife has the, the best parks. I mean, like they have the finest parks. There's some places like Louisiana, Alabama, some other places that, um, that just absolutely are focused on parks because people come from out of town, they go to the parks. It's a big deal. They, they, they are highly focused on their parkland and, uh, and, I, and, and right now trying to find people to work. I mean, your budgets are going to go up your taxes are going to go up to cover those budgets if you want to get the parks into shape. Um, but you know, you can spend the money a, a hundred million dollars on trying to, uh, put 37 people in a motel somewhere, I guess, <laughs> or you can work on your parks. I mean, there's, you gotta have to look at, at the, at your, municipal budgets your state budgets to figure out where the money's going to come from but to keep a park up man that's an expensive but i think the people are speaking out from what i hear more and more people are using the park systems and they're kind of demanding that things get up to a certain standard like why don't we have this why isn't this taken care of and when people like to bitch well, and, true. But they don't like to necessarily get dirt under their fingernails to get something fixed. I've been with nine boys this whole week, uh, working <laughs> out here at the ranch, getting ready for a summer camp. And, uh, and I told them, I said, you know, it's all, it's a very small percentage of the people in the world that actually do something. Oh. And there's a whole lot of people <clears throat> complaining. But if you're a if you're a landowner, if you're a dirt owner, you got to get out there. And if you're a landowner anywhere, then the sound of this podcast of this radio show, there's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have well built equipment you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing feeders and rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you top quality products uh, on the farm and ranch market today at farmranchstore.com. FarmRanchStore.com, that's where the uh, landowner goes to get the job done. Whether it's hog traps or fencing, FarmRanchStore.com can help you get the gear you need. Uh, Check out their website for all the information. FarmRanchStore.com, where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, regulators, go refill your coffee cups, refuel. We got another Uh hour of this to go. Next, uh, eight o'clock, we're going to talk about open conversation. TJ's got some a really good topic you do not want to miss or catch us all week 24 7 365 at the n- new website, theoutdoorzone.com. Been replaced by 19.